Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yeah! Oh, that's a good one. That was some bit of cracks. <sighs> smells so good. Delicious. Uh, your your champagne is no. Yeah. My beer. My beer. Awesome. Yeah. So I've made it. <laughs> champagne. Pink champagne. <laughs> We're apparently highfalutin on this podcast, everybody. Jason's over here drinking pink champagne, which, <laughs> as we talked about on the last podcast, I imbibed in some pink champagne as well <laughs> the other day. And Jason's spilling pink champagne all over himself. <laughs> we saw that. We have cameras on you. <laughs> you saw nothing. <laughs> And Chris, I don't know what he's drinking. I, I, I got a got a mango uh, white claw. <laughs> <laughs> you and your mango, man. I know. Sweet I also Lord, got a night shilling, but I need something to crack. Doesn't your like room smell enough of mango right now? Right now, my car does because that's where they're all. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us why you have a mango obsession right now, Chris. Yes, Chris. What what's with the mango? Uh, well. So I ordered some custom uh, car air fresheners of my 91 Miata. Look pretty dope. And because the scent he is drives mango. the 8-bit Miata, everybody. Yep. The 8-bit MX-5. Yes. So by custom, what do you mean custom? Like it's cut out and has a side profile of ex- cartoon rendition of the 8-bit MX-5. <laughs> a cartoon rendition of an 8-bit rendition of a Miata. And then what scent profile did you choose for such a majestic air freshener? As I said earlier, uh, mango. Mango. So actually, they actually showed up yesterday. So I got the bag. I opened up the bag and it was like, woof. (laughs) (laughs) Smelled like a strip club? (laughs) Yeah. Inside. I don't know if this was intentional or not, but if it was, it's genius. Well, they're all individually wrapped. Inside, and then they're wrapped inside another bag that is in, inside the bag that was the package itself. And yeah. it just smells like strip club asshole. <laughs> That's mango is a very strong scent, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like I like the idea. If you did this on purpose, Chris, is mango. Mmm. <laughs> I like that. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's just bad, dude. No, that's no. what you need to like. That's what you need to advertise it as. It's just like this isn't mango, mango flavored. It's mango, mango flavor. No, because mango flavor is or scented is way worse. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> just, like, then just be like, well, it's better that it's mango than mango. Mm-hmm. Ah, Can I get some sweaty <laughs> man up in here. Put it, put it in your car, mango. <laughs> you smell like the gym locker room. <laughs> oh god well that's dope chris man uh, i i mean i don't know w- why but i implore your efforts i guess i don't know or applaud your efforts i guess I, what are you planning to do with them uh sell them all right where are you gonna sell them uh i know silly soul miata's gonna sell some and then i'm just gonna sell them personally to people if you want a dope ass thing what are we selling i don't know what we're selling we we might dust off the woo commerce portion of our website just for this <laughs> we do have it send us an email to mango at ibeatitfirst.com <laughs> yeah if you need the url 
Email mango at I beat it first. And we'll we'll hit you up. Hey, the first two people to email us, I'll buy them for you. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You can get that sweet, sweet stripper smell. Everybody. Get you that mango. Mm. That mango flavor. Oh, dear God. What what pink champagne are you drinking, Jason? I have no know? fucking clue. Um, it's got me good and buzzed, and uh, it's from my <laughs> wife. And I'm doing a full-on yin-yang tour today. So I have uh, this pink candy that my wife uh, uh, gave to me. And then I chose for my superior beer selection because this will go great together. <laughs> what, <clears throat> what, pair, what could pair better with champagne then? <clears throat> Samuel Smith, Old Brewery, Tadcaster. <laughs> the Old Brewery, Samuel Smith, Tadcaster, 1758. The famous Taddy Porter. Nice. <laughs> so, that's a lot of tads. Based, yeah, that's a lot of tads. Based out of, uh, looks like it's out of Seattle. And it's some old brewery. I don't know. Out of England. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Tadcaster. York's England. Dope. <laughs> it's going to taste uh, like asshole. Hopefully it's not cold. It's supposed to be warm and horrible. It's slightly, slightly chilled, but that's why I'm drinking the champagne first, so I can give it a moment to, to <laughs> warm up a little bit. All English beers are meant to be drinking warm and full of hate. <laughs> Ferment. It's fermented. Just like Britain. Oh, God. Fermented in stone Yorkshire squares. Interesting. Yeah. I would read this paragraph, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, because it's that time of year, everybody, I have two hop slams, because <laughs> I'm just going to drink hop slam all night. Damn. Um, which... Hop Slam, if you don't know, is from Bell's Brewery from Michigan, and they release a very, very, very limited beer every right around Christmas time is when they finally get everything start packaging. So it's January, and this is like peak Hop Slam season. It has seven different types of hops, and they have, I think it's 11 times the amount of hops that a normal IPA has, even though it's considered a double IPA. But... It's 10% alcohol, everybody. <laughs> yeah. That, it, has, that sounds... it has a slight honey f- taste to it, which is good. <laughs> I like it. I like honey. <laughs> we, get, we get in trouble when honey gets involved. Oh, yeah. So I got two of those. So I've got two 10% alcohol beers. So we should get this going <laughs> before yeah, we're they all start pass kicking out in. Before this thing's over, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. I don't even know what's in this thing. It's, no. it's hate. And and venom, and I'm gonna go with a little bit of looking down your nose. Is that all? I like it. Sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I guess we'll start off on news. Um, This month, the yearly sales have come out for all uh, video game consoles and all all uh, video games themselves. No, no numbers yet. Uh, everything else, everything that comes out from the company that does everything is on this really hefty paywall. Um, it's like a thousand dollars for a subscription to this place just because, sure. just because, yeah, fuck you, I guess. Um, but so MPD has released their sales and apparently the switch had a monster December, the biggest December of any console in the modern age. Sure, I believe that. Everyone and their mom mm-hmm. asking for one for Christmas. Yep. Yep. So they sold more Switches in December than any PS4, Xbox One, uh, 
even the 3DS, which we all know sell or you sell a shit ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've sold more than any of them in the month of December. And Super Smash Brothers, in its three weeks that it was actually available for playing, came in as the number five selling video game for the entire year. Damn. Damn. That's nuts. That right... No. No, no, no. Maybe, like, number five in, like, opening week? No. Not overall total. Overall total for the entire year. No way. What are the other Top 20 best-selling games for the entire year by dollars, not units, which is fine because they're all 60 bucks anyways for all these top ones, Um, and not including eShop sales. So this doesn't even include games like digital downloads. Like, I have a digital download, so my numbers are not included in this. Number one, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm -hmm. Number two, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Mm -hmm. Number three, NBA 2K19. Gross. Number four, Madden 19. Madden NFL 19, number five, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Crazy. The only games that beat it are cross-platform games. You know what really makes me, like, extremely makes me happy? What? Is that the number one is predominantly a single-player game. Yes. (laughs) Well, (laughs) not anymore. Not anymore, but no, but no, but I guarantee guarantee you, guarantee no one's buying that shit for, oh man, it's initial reason for buying it, and really it's only reason for buying it right now. Yeah, no no one's buying it for multiplayer. Maybe next year, maybe after PC's been released for a while, people will finally pick it up and be like, oh, multiplayer now isn't just like a drag in like mediocrity, and they'll decide to pick it up. But for now, no, this whole year was just pure single player and they're right it's obviously a great game but mm-hmm. that makes me happy because everything else being esports or multiplayer only you know all these game companies see this stuff and they're just like oh man if we just make multiplayer games people will just shout cash for it and obviously as a single player person i don't want that to happen all the time yeah <laughs> but number six was spider-man eh. number seven was far cry 5 number eight god of war and monster hunter world and assassin's creed odyssey is so Spider Man Assassin's Creed just prints money for Ubisoft, so for sure. And yep. but but Spider Man and God of War are the only two titles on there that are single platform as well. Yep, that's pretty impressive in itself as well. Yep, there's only three single platform games on there, and they're in the top ten. So that's but notice Switch, PS4, PS4. Um, let's see here. Any? Nope. No Xbox One. Well, yeah, I mean, no, duh. I mean, shocker there. <laughs> like, something. name a game that came out that was an Xbox exclusive in 2018. Just name one. Sea of Thieves, Forza Horizon 4. Yeah. Forza Horizon no, 4. They're not on here. No, they're not here. <laughs> yeah, they're not on here, which is, yeah. you would think that Forza or something like that would. Sea of Thieves is a fucking horrible game. Yeah, Sea of Thieves, yeah. They, they started giving that away for free in the Game Pass immediately because oh, they knew. Dude, they are paying the. I was going to add this to the list, but they're apparently paying people to, like, play the shit out of it on Twitch right now, even though it's not a good game. Wow. So, and, But they're, they were going into this week the number two watched game on Twitch. Wow. But it's still, like, 120,000, like, average viewers behind Fortnite. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you go through this list, the, the rounding it out, uh, Mario Kart 8... Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, and Breath of the Wild, and Super Mario Party, and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. So it rounds out a lot of, like, single console games for the Switch and then some for the for the PS4 and then a lot of multi-console ones. Are so. all of those Switch games in the top 20? 
Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. That 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 is quite impressive. Yeah, that 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 does show something. I I'm do s- wonder if the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu because it's for dollars. If that includes the hundred dollar packs that come with the Pokeball, I don't oh, know. Yeah. They haven't said that or anything on there, but that that could you know weight it a little bit. I'm there. still super. Now, not to hate on anything, like we've all had our discussions about the Switch and all jazz like that, but and not to do any kind of hating, but aside from Super Smash, I have yet to really find a reason to be like, oh man, I can't wait to just get home and play this game. I would really be interested to see play hours behind all these major purchases. It would like, be interesting to see. Um, mm-hmm. Well, obviously, Super Smash Ultimate's going to have a fuck ton of play hours if you right. average it out over the last, like, like for the short amount of time that it's been available because there's some motherfuckers that play the shit out of that. Yeah, game. it is the reason to own a Switch right now. Odyssey's like, a long game. It's not like super long, but it's a long game. Breath People of the will lose a long interest in game. that, though. I I, I want to know. I want to know like who a loses. Lot. Like, how often do you lose interest and not finish a game? Not what often. is that like? Hey, people, what's that like? I don't really know. Well, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. <laughs> like Breath of the Wild for me. Like, um, if there were to be one that would be like that, it'd be that one. Like once really? I beat it, after going through the oh, four. Oh yeah, I don't know. But I'm oh, saying yeah, like yeah. I'm saying like you lose interest and don't beat the game. Sure, but I'm because just saying, that's like, a long time to play. Like Breath of the Wild, before you would actually lose interest per se, you've got a lot of hours logged into that game. You don't have to though. You can beat that game pretty quick. And uh, yes, you, you can know, do af- the speedrunner shit and beat the game in like 45 minutes. Right. Or you know, even <laughs> if, you even if you just beat the game like five times the time you do it in 45 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. But even if you do just like the actual game and go through all three magic beasts or whatever and uh, do the right thing and uh, even Get if you do that, that's not that long of a game in itself. So I mean like even after that, like I don't know, what would that be? Like 20, 25 hours, 30 hours even? I think it was like 35 hours. It's definitely not Red Dead or uh, Persona, Persona 5 length. Right. Definitely. Right. Definitely so I mean not. like so even after like a thirty-hour game, like and you're just like, man, I don't really know if I want to go back into it. Um, Mario, I could see a little bit more, just because you're just like, I want to get more of the things. But for Zelda, for me, man, once I was done, it was just like I have give zero shits to do these other side quests. If you, yeah, if you didn't do the side quests or anything like that before you beat the game, um, like I could see maybe doing some of them. But it's like after you beat the game, going back into it, there's not a whole lot to do because it's not like you can make fighting Ganon harder. Unless you just go in completely naked. Well, duh. <laughs> um, to counterpoint myself, though, the same thing happened with uh, Red Dead Redemption for me. Like, after I was done with everything, end credits, all that stuff like that, I was just like, all right, go explore the wars, the world. And I was just like, eh, I'd rather fucking not. And just turned it off. You yeah. know, so... Um, well, because you're, you're playing towards something. Like, even though you're doing the side quests, you know that there's something else that you could be doing. Yeah, but like other games like Witcher, uh, for me, just I didn't give a fuck. I'm just like, great, more time I can spend in Witcher. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven, like the more time I could just like just be slamming in that game, it, it, didn't matter. Just, just impromptu a, medieval gay pride parades. Yeah, yeah, didn't matter. <laughs> that your jam? Didn't, didn't matter. I'll, I'll talk I about still more find of that, that later. Fucking hilarious, I'll, ta- I'll talk man. a little bit more yeah. about that. That's later. so great. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so gay. <laughs> <laughs> it looked super gay. Uh, super Mario Party. Um, lots of playtime within that. 
I mean, there's it, shit. A game itself takes like an hour and a half to two hours just to play. Yeah, and that's kids Mario Party, love though. playing it. Mario Kart is similar up there to Smash, of like a fuck ton of people just continually play that game. I shit, know. I, I know a guy nine, on Facebook that he gets drunk on Saturday nights and plays drunk Mario Kart Who all would the time. Drink and streams and talk it. And play games. That just makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> no, know no. who does that. But he literally gets wasted and then plays Mario Kart and streams it. And that's his thing. And hey, <laughs> to each his own. More power to him. You replace the batteries in Darth Vader yet? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know that Jason's got drinking, a, he's got like Mario Kart drinking best. game, right? What was what? that, Chris? You know that Mario Kart drinking game, right? Yes. Drunk driving? Yep. Where you, you're not allowed to drink while while driving, and so you have to you either have to chug your beer, over. or you have to pull over to the side of the road and drink, and then keep going. And you have to finish your beer before you finish the race. Yes. That is... We, I, shit, we've done that at Booze's house. <laughs> <laughs> at, sorry, at Mr. Biatch's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that's... I mean, the sales... The Switch selling like gangbusters, and apparently, like they're back on pace to sell in Wii numbers for the Switch. Good for them, man. I, so. I, I mm-hmm. still I have my hesitations like crazy, but no, that's that's good news. Good there's news. still a lot of I mean, there's there's games that I still play that aren't like the core Nintendo games that as as we talked about, like Just Shapes and Beats and Labyrinth of Refrain, both were on the Switch, and I loved playing both of those, and they were on my top five. So yeah, true. And there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of games that continue to come out uh, either PC and Switch only or Switch only. And they're fun games. They may be indie games or something like that, but they're really fun to play. And you know what? Yeah. You have you have that slight market where like someone like me, where it's just like, I just want to play my major games on my Magnum TV and all that jazz like that. And but <laughs> the thing TV. I don't have, <laughs> the only thing I don't Give have. Give me my Magnum TV. <laughs> Well, I eat my Magnum ice cream bar. Don't judge my life, guys. Um, meanwhile, uh, what I don't have is a fantastic portable option, and my Vita does so much, and I enjoy the crap out of it, but all of my jealousy that I have for the Switch, which is hilarious, is in the portable option. So even though playing some of these games that are just on PS4 that I can get as well, having that just slightly portable version does intrigue me a little bit more. So, like, for example, Hollow Knight, right? It's one of my favorite RTS... Uh, not oh, RTS. God. Uh, Metroidvania games and stuff like that. Hard as fuck. Hard and as fuck. Being able to play that portable, I think that'd be a lot of fun. And that's the, what's got me. That's what just got me just a little bit. You can't borrow mine on your next trip. Because I have Hollow Knight on mine, but you I know you do. It. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but and like, Hollow Knight let, is a good game. But let me smash. Let me smash, man. Dude. <laughs> I'm married, and so are you. Becky. <laughs> Becky. <laughs> Becky <laughs> Smash. Smash. <laughs> you said right. you won Smash. I did. <laughs> okay, uh, so we have sad news for everybody. Um, unfortunately, Killer Queen Black has been postponed. Boo. Something must have come out in the beta that they just did. It well, They ran that beta for a long time, For a too. long time. I think time. that it's just that... That they had just way too much, and they have a an open Trello board that people can just look at. Um, of which, if you don't know what Trello boards are, Trello is an is basically a digital scrum board 
if you don't know what a scrum board is, search <laughs> search Silicon Valley scrum board on YouTube. Is, is that I'm going to pause this real quick, guys. Go, go and search that real quick, okay? Is that similar to a smut board? <laughs> you made a swap what board? You, do. <laughs> you made a swap board, and similar to a swap board, it's a corporate board. Uh, everyone's watched it now, so... Uh, <laughs> But they have a Trello board of just Smack bugs puppy. and fixes and everything that they're still working on. And it's got a lot on there. So, I mean, they're actively working, which is great. It's not like a company that's like, oh, we don't know and bye. And then keeping quiet. They're, they're still putting out updates to the community. They're, they've got the Trello, like they made the Trello board public so people can look at it. So, you know what? Kudos to them for that. So, thank you very much, Bumble Bear. Yeah, I'm and looking forward to finally getting full-on hands on it. All this tells me is that they're probably just spending more time with balancing and making it an awesome game. <laughs> making it so that that fucking laser gun is not super OP. No, you get OP. you get good at that thing, man. OP, you can snipe OP. someone from across the place. Yeah. Chris, do you remember when they said the next beta was going to roll out? Was it sometime in February or March? Uh, I want to say it's probably February. I know it's coming up soon. So there's going to be another round of betas coming up. So uh, go to killercoin.com to sign up for it. All right. Chris is super duper excited about this next one. Farming Simulator Esports, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So like, well, like I saw this, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) And then like in group chat, my brother Matt's like, I thought that was fake. No. And then I was in a, another chat earlier today um, doing a play test for a game. And it was like, they started talking about the farm simulator esports. Oh, my like, God. I thought that was fake. It was, it was like, I thought that was fake at first. It's yeah, like, this, nope, nope. got a pressing before it. It's real. Ridiculous. Um, it's giant euros and prizes. Giants Software, which, uh, what's the name of the, the company that puts it out? Uh, what's that, Focus? Focus? Focus, yeah. Focus Interactive is the distributor for it. So every year at E3, we go to the Focus booth, and they've got something about, like, Vampire and Werewolf and Warhammer, like, all shit that I mm-hmm. really like. And then somewhere in the middle of that booth is a giant fucking tractor for Farming Simulator, which Dude, apparently like makes a shit ton of money. booth. Yeah, it makes a fuck ton of money fuck overseas, ton. I guess. No, like, the amount of money that they even put in this booth is insane. They had a full tractor, like you said, petting mm-hmm. farm where you could, like, go take pictures with, like, petting fake giant animals and stuff like that. Like, it's mm-hmm. insane. The spectacle of the booth for Farming Simulator is almost better than the game itself, in my opinion. <laughs> but apparently Europeans love to farm just to get over that, hey, as long as I'm farming here, I don't have to worry about a potato famine, I guess. Or I don't they know. like <laughs> they like seeing, like, because there's not as much space and rolling, hill, or like, you know, just like planes that we have over here. So they like seeing some of the American farming as well, too. It's just, Good wow, point. it's so yeah. weird. Like, I mean, at one point, like, I kind of don't, like, Farming Simulator is not really like a game I think would be as big as it is. But on the other hand, I do have fond memories of Sim Farm back in the day. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what they say? You know what they that say, game guys? That great. The grass is always greener on the other side. The grass is always greener. Yes, <laughs> yes this, this is true. Thank you, Jason, for reminding us that the grass is always greener on the Sage other side. Sage words. Sage, sage <laughs> words. All right. Um, so... 
there's that. They're putting up $280,000 in prize money. Damn. 250 pounds. Or yeah. euros. Or euros, yeah. Euros, not yeah. pounds. Sorry. It's, uh, it's got to be close to like different... 5K or 500K? Holy shit. 10 different rounds across <laughs> Europe. I Okay, so I, I had to breeze through because I'm like, I'm not reading an entire article about Farming Simulator. But the one thing that I was actually looking for, I apparently glossed over. They sold a million copies in the first 10 days of availability of Farm Sim- Farming Simulator 19. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so think about that. At $50, I'm going to put it at 50. That's $50 million in 10 days. That's amazing. <laughs> farm, wow. Farm the shit. No fucking wonder. <laughs> yeah. I'd make, I'd make 20 games of this shit too. <laughs> there's there's game like great games that don't even sell a million dollars in their entire cycle or a million copies in their entire cycle. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. Well, and one of the uh, partners for the esports league is Logitech. Their gene lineup. Of which, course, they, of if course. If you remember, we looked at some of their Logitech's lineup. They have all those farming equipment. Yep, that's right. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Wow. I did too. I, I shoved it into like the back recesses of my mind because I was like, <laughs> "You can who would forget do this? about this part." <laughs> Apparently, a million fucking people would do this. That's amazing. Why didn't we forget about this? with my sim rig. <laughs> Holy dude, yeah, you should have made a harvest sim rig. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god! Competitive farming simulator events have quietly existed for several years, relegated primarily to agriculture-focused events. But they drew big crowds of players who wanted to watch the best hay bale stackers in the world, prompting Fuck, giant yeah. CEO Christian Amon to start looking at farming esports a bit more seriously. Wow. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about this Farming now. esports. <laughs> Everything keeps blowing my mind. I, I think we need to start following this league. <laughs> I don't Just want posting to. results from each round. I don't want to. We're this is like that to. game that you like hated on forever. You try it once, and you're just like, shit! It's the I'm best. fucking hooked. Yeah, <laughs> fucking amazing. You know what game that's not? Fortnite, because I have played Fortnite. Still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you love the Fortnite for the first time dance? at E3. I'm like, uh, I don't want to play this game anymore. Oh, when it was on the Switch, anymore. where we were like, hey, you play Fortnite <laughs> on your Switch. You're just like, nah. I don't even like it on the PS4. Why would I want to play it on the Switch? I'm sorry. I, I'm <laughs> it's the, big I'm news the... in, in the gaming industry, yes, but I really could give two fucks about playing Fortnite on my Switch. I'm the resident uh, um, Battle Royale fan. I like Battle Royale games, but dear Lord, playing Fortnite again and again, I'm just, I just can't. I just don't want it. <laughs> Come on, you got those sweet Fortnite dances. No, Eric's got long. those down. Not for long, I bet. <laughs> With all those fucking lawsuits and everything that are going around. I don't think, and the best part is that it's going to get rid of all the dances from all the other games like NBA 2K19 and, uh, uh, shit, what was the other one? Madden? No, the Forza Horizon 4? Uh, Forza Horizon Four, Horizon, but then yeah. one of the one of the indie uh, indie card games. There's uh, dancing in Forza. Yeah, for victory yeah, Horizon, like when you yeah. get up on the podium. Oh Jesus! They removed some of the dances. Yep, because Epic was getting sued. So they're like, yeah, we're just gonna remove it. Yeah, because wow. they had some of the same dances. Yeah. Wow. So they're like, the all right, fuck it. So yep. if anyone ever says, "What's the harm in flossing your butt?" Here it is. Here's the harm <laughs> in flossing your butt. I mean, there's other harm in flossing your butt, but here's the big, here's the big harm in flossing your butt. Don't floss your butt. You may get sued. 
All right. Uh, so we're recording this on Thursday. Um, I can't guarantee of exactly when this podcast is going to go live. I can't guarantee it's going to go live on at least on the Tuesday that we normally do. But Resident Evil 2 Remake comes out tomorrow. Yes. Jason's super excited. Mm-hmm. Number one. The best Resident wait, wait. Evil game. Resident Evil number one or? No, first thing. <laughs> first things first. First off. <laughs> Resident Evil 2 is the best Resident Evil game ever made, period. I don't care. Like it, it was, It was so fantastic, so well it balanced. It is decided. It is the best. Number two, Resident Evil 2. <laughs> this remake is so well done. Like if you play the demo, uh, they did a free demo uh, all last week, I believe it was. Yep. It was so well done, so fun, so beautiful. They did such a great job of maintaining the um, nostalgia behind the game at the same time revamping it so it didn't feel old and dreary like the other remakes were. Like you could, Does it you could, play like Resident Evil 2 or does it play like one of the newer ones? So you can change. You can change how you want to play it. How did you play it? I played it like the old school way. Yeah. Tank controls all the way, man. That's where it's at. <laughs> However, they did a great job of making it so you could change your camera, all kinds of different settings. You can. It's way more of a living world. So, again, it doesn't feel dated at all. And nice. you can, but if you wanted to, you can have the full uh, um, nostalgia experience. They even have DLC that they've quoted of having the original uh, uh, 3D model sprites. Uh, that you can God. bring into the HD. No, world. no, uh-uh. <laughs> no, 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 it look, no, no. It looks superior, like ass. Oh but yes, it does. I've seen side by sides of like the 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 monsters that had their brains exposed and stuff like that, and just seeing like it looks like they've got some weird pink wire mesh on their head to, oh my God, that looks like a real brain. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I can't do that. I'm super excited to play this game. Um, they even brought back Hank. They brought back Tofu, which is your square of tofu that wields only a knife. They're all back. They're all for fun. And I can't wait to play this game like in its entirety and enjoy the crap out of it again because best game. Like best girl? Like best girl. This best is the girl. best girl of the Resident Evil fan- franchise. <laughs> so it is. First it's, love. The, it's the one to bring home to your mother it, yeah. yeah it's not your first love it's the second one you met then you go fuck around for a while for eight other nine other renditions whatever and you oh, come back to god. the best girl mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god all right well it's I resident evil wait. waifu resident I... evil waifu edition <laughs> <laughs> well ada wong is in it ada and wong is in it how old's claire in that legal is she legal? Are you <laughs> oh, sure? God, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. she's 16. No, 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 no. She's not. Because Am she, I going to have to Google this? First of all, she rides in on a motorcycle. So there's that. That doesn't mean shit. It means a lot. And second of all, she wasn't in the army. She was, oh, God. I can't even remember the storyline behind her. She's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not why you like Claire. Claire's just a badass. She kills everything. Yeah, but Jill's the one you're like, mm, maybe. Uh, yeah, Jill Valentine, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jill Valentine is definitely the, the one that you want to bang. Of, so. all, of <laughs> all the Resident Evil games and of all, all the Resident Evil titles, if zombies were to really happen, it's just like, hey, choose your companion of who you're going to have with you for the zombie apocalypse. You fucking pick Claire. Rounded, no nonsense, gets the job done. She's Nobody about else 20. There you go. We're fine. <laughs> Her whole bio is like, after high school, Redfield attended university where she developed her interest in motorcycle customization, which this can't be 
like, how could this be any more not American of a write-up <laughs> of, even though it takes place in America? If you say the word university in anything, we can automatically tell that the person who's writing it is not from America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not that we mind it. It's just really funny. It's one of those tiny little tells that you can see in any writing style. Like if you send us an email and you say color with an O-U. Yes. Or theater, with and they spell it, they spell it mm. T-R-E. <laughs> Which is how I tend to spell it, just because I like that spelling better. <laughs> anyway, looking forward to it. Can't wait to play it all the way through. I hope they keep all of the crazy bullshit that's in there and the extra replays. You have to replay that game, like five or six times before you've done everything in it, which is awesome. It's also had the full That's nemesis true. system in it before Resident Evil 3 nemesis was even yep. released. It's awesome stuff. Which, like, for some reason, every time that I play that game, I forget that that was in there, and then every time I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot about this. <laughs> and I played it multiple times, like, in high school, and then after high school, and now this, I keep seeing the previous one, and I'm like, fuck, I keep forgetting that that was in there. Boom. That you have to run away from it. So, yeah. So good. Totally, totally awesome. All right. So that's going to be out tomorrow. Um, Jason's probably going to play it uh, before he leaves for his trip next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh, next, Kingdom Hearts 3 is also almost out. And unlike Resident Evil 2, where everybody already knows the ending and it's okay, lots of people know the ending to Kingdom Hearts 3 already and have ruined it for the internet because don't. people are Shut dicks. up. Shut up. Stop. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know it's out there for me to even find or stumble upon. Hey, Jason, it's somewhere out there on YouTube. <laughs> Turns out you can... Sephiroth did it. <laughs> but Sephiroth, yeah, Sephiroth is the bad guy the entire time. The entire obviously. time. It was always him. Mm-hmm. He, he and Cloud make out. And they create <laughs> Sephiroth Cloud. And then they, they mini turns into a keyblade. Clouderoth. Cloud Clouderoth. Clouderoth. If you wanna if you wanna ship that, it's Clouderoth. Clouderoth. Fits. <laughs> Shipped. Shipped. Ship. ship it. Done. We've Cloud got Roth to ship and Mini everybody. join forces to fight against Mickey and and Jesus, what is the dude's name? The Sora? main character, Sora, thank you. about geez. Sora? <laughs> you, you mean the the 16-year-old boy voiced by a 35-year-old man? Sora, Roxas, what's the, like, how many, like, like from all the different versions of this God. game, how well, many different only protags the two, are there? Well, there's only the two. There's Sora and Roxas are the main people because then a lot of them took place, like, during the Roxas timeline with other people from, You're right. from uh, Organization 13. And, oh, my God, do not try and look up any history on Kingdom Hearts because you will just – it's worse than reading about quantum computing. This is <laughs> what is the problem. Like, we've talked about this in other podcasts before, but it's just like, man, we're oh, here. We're not like, the only people that think this, by the way, too. Oh, of course not. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, such a, cause it's such a glaring problem. Like, they've alienated everyone from this series and everyone should be going gaga ape shit about this game like everyone should be and there's still people that are but not nearly enough like i should be like i can't wait i took the days off i'm gonna like play the fuck out of this game because i did that for one and two because they were dope yep. but here i am sitting at three's uh three's door i'm just like yeah i'll wait i'll wait i i just i i don't care to like jump all over it because now i already know that number one i'm gonna have to wait through like 
probably a two-hour opening movie intro because they're going to be like, would you like to know the movie, the story so far? And I'll just select yes. And will be like, great. Let us open open up your text manual oh, no. to page you five. Have to actually, <laughs> you have to actually unlock the epilogue. Oh, my God. Even there's, worse. There's a, like I saw an article pop up where Tetsuo Nomura actually said uh, like how to do it. And I'm like, no, I don't even want to know. I don't, I don't want to know. I want to kind of figure it out on my own or like go That's back ridiculous. to it. But yeah, you have to unlock the epilogue. They don't, they don't give it to you right away. <laughs> uh, you probably have to do it in some convoluted so manner too. If you missed playing Dream Drop Distance, Birth by Sleep, God, what else did they have? 365 so days or whatever it was. Yeah, 365 over two. Um, There's so many like DS games that just were meh. Or they were DS games, so not a lot of people uh, played not, them. Not just DS. It goes all the way back to Game Boy Advance. Yes, that's true. So, I mean, like, this is a long time coming that people have been like, where the fuck is this game? And you're like, hey, here's your game. Everything you wanted, except you're not going to understand shit. Well, the best <laughs> is, like, out of all of them was Dream Drop Distance. Because that one was only, I swear to God, it was only named that because it was coming out on the 3DS. And they wanted it to have 3Ds. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you never picked up on that? No, I, I remember talking about that before, but... We need more D. We need all the D. <laughs> Chris needs more D. <laughs> Chris loves the D. Vitamin D. <laughs> that dream drop. Oh. <laughs> Looking for that dream. <laughs> <laughs> need, need some sunny D. Oh, my right. Lord. All right, moving on. The worst. Uh, Jason apparently hates himself. And has been reading more into Days Gone. Days Gone. So, so, Jason, enlighten us on some of the scintillating knowledge that you have for Days Gone. Yeah, yeah, we all hate on Days Gone. I've been hating on Days Gone from the beginning, but this is why I wanted to do it. It's because... Well, you kind of thought it was kind of cool at first. No, yes, that's, go back. No, that's, no, sorry. That you sorry. are bullshit. Uh-huh. I agree go, with Chris. Go back yeah. to episode two of this entire fucking podcast, and I call that I would not like this game. You weren't on episode two. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. We had not a Comic-Con and then whatever the next one no, was called. The the first two episodes were drunk Chris and I talking about Comic-Con and then even drunker Chris and I talking about <laughs> Comic-Con and other stuff because we did a double header that first night. Not uploaded, <laughs> so it doesn't count. So it was episode three. No, not uploaded. <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah it was uploaded. Whatever. It's the one after <laughs> Comic-Con. And Comic-Con, I was just like, you know Comic-Con. what? I'm going to bitch about this game because it looks dope, but I think it's going to be shitty. And it's going to be shitty. Um, it's going to be shitty. It's going to be it's like, be it just so looks shitty. so mundane. And as we've talked about, Sony has resigned themselves that it's going to be like, they don't even talk about it. They don't it talk really. about it. They don't advertise. It's, but yeah, it's relegated to the PlayStation blog now. Right, they'll just they'll just release it and it'll be like, cool. Here's a cool little whatever swan song of what we care about for PS4. All our focus is now on the PS5. Yep. But as far as this game goes, it's still a zombie game. Sweet. It's still a shooting game. Cool. Still resource management. Okay. <laughs> so cool if you're into that kind of thing. If you're into that kind of thing, yeah, absolutely. There's there's a lot that can be done there. Um, one of the things I was reading about is this: like, it's going to be a lot more involving with your bike than what I initially thought it was going to be. <laughs> wait, wait. 
They're going to make motorcycle maintenance fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you're into that thing, Eric, you know, it's there. It's there. So, yeah, there you have is to such main- a thing as mixing too many things together. If they can yes. farm simulate, you can bike maintain simulate. Oh, yeah. I mean, that should be a game of just like, you know, a motorsports game. <laughs> where you're maintaining your bike and upgrading it. Oh, wait, that is. <laughs> it's called MotoGP. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to we maintain don't need your bike. That day's gone. You have to watch your fuel level. Sorry, we're, we're making Jason lose his place in his notes. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to get through whatever I can here. Talk about this game here, guys. Go. Ah, 10% alcohol beer, and I'm already a quarter of the way through the second one. Oh, man. This beer's black. Anyway, um, <laughs> you have to maintain like your, you your like bike a lot more, which was sound like, okay, you know what? Resource management, resource getting around, you know, maintaining your, your stuff. That is realistic to a zombie apocalypse. You have to maintain your shit. You have to re- manage your resources. I get it. But they're really pushing hard that it's like, oh, you may get stuck, you know, out having to walk amongst the zombies. And it's just like, well, isn't that what, like, we really want to be doing? <laughs> And uh, um, that really freaks me out for two reasons. Number one is either going to be very scripted, which really kind of worries me a little bit. Number two, it'll be just the constant nagging thing that you have all the time. So you're going to be having to go around to like hey, random listen. areas. Hey, yeah, listen. pretty much to get, to get gas. You know, just It's like, going to oh. be like old school versions of uh, Gran Turismo where your oil gets brown after like five minutes of racing. And right. To, and so you have to constantly go to some stupid area. change your oil and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Got to go to some, some stupid area, do another scripted zombie fight to get like my little bit. I, I mean... There's a lot to this game that I think could work, and I, I'm not shutting my door completely. I think it's going to be boring. I think I'd put it towards the level of what like Mad Max was, the game that came out, Ooh. where you play Mad Max, and it's not a bad game. It's enjoyable as shit, and there's something there. However, it is not a game I would ever want to, number one, 100%, or number two, pay actual money for. So You'll yeah, it's just anything. no. I did not. I did not. There, some <laughs> you of those things are just like anything. Some of those things are just like waste eight hundred hours finding all these small little things. We're just like nah. Oh, but you had no problem searching for every one of Odin's fucking crows. That was easy. They were everywhere ah, and they made noise. So annoying. There was only fifty five. First of all, and they made noise. <laughs> You walk into an area, she's like, Mah, cring, cring, cring. She's like, well, I better fucking open my eyes then. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Oh, dear God. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Rant over. Day's gone. It's going to be garbage, but whatever. I'll keep an eye on it. And can I get everybody to agree that this will be, we will make a concerted effort for this to be the last time that we talk about Day's Gone until it comes out? Please. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sony, if you want to send me a copy, I'll talk about it more. <laughs> yes, if you send us a copy, we'll talk about it more. Please prove us wrong. All on right. it. Okay, so I think that that's about all the news that we've got. Um, so we're going to move on to Chris, who's going to talk about what he's played and done this last two weeks. Uh, yeah, so I picked up Path of Exile. Got stripper sound. Oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. Path of Exile is out now? Well, it's been on a PC for a while. Oh, on PC. Yeah. Oh, I played it a long time ago, and I just like, you know, I'm just going to re-download it. It's like, okay, link your account with Steam. So I had to go through all that kind of nonsense. But it's a really interesting game. Um, it's a speed Diablo yeah. style. 
Yeah, so it's basically Diablo style, and what I find is you don't have, you don't pick up gold. So when you're selling items or buying items, you're actually trading stuff. Like, oh, this costs a certain amount of, like, identification scrolls, or this costs a certain amount of gems. That's so it's cool. like 18 million different currencies. Yeah. Oh, it's like uh, it's like Shield Hero, where the guy's like, he's got like five silver, and they're like, okay, that'll be six bronze pieces, please. Oh, okay. Um, well, here's a piece of silver. Uh, I guess give me my change. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like that? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. And then for, like, you get upgrade points, and you have like this weird, like, branching out skill tree. They kind of, it goes off in three different directions. For those of you who can't see, Chris is holding his fingers up like tree branches. (laughs) So he's, he's kind of making the, the universal gesture. Yep. And, but for getting skills that you find them and they're like these like, well, they're basically like the gems you sock into your weapons, your armor. And that's how you get skills. As more you use a skill, you can level that skill up. Yeah, what I like about uh, um, PoE is that it's more grind, ba- not grind based. Not a w- right way to say it, but it's more like how you play, where you play, and all that stuff like that. Really determines on what type of character that you are. It's not so much just like I'm a rogue, so I'm going to play as a rogue style. It's just like, all right, I like to play as this play style, and you get whatever you want. Is that what I'm picking up on? Pretty much. Yeah. And the trading aspect really intrigues me just because um, it reminds me of, to more of a kind of an MMO experience where you have like an auction house where it's just like, I'm willing to sell my five beast hides for two silver squares or whatever and stuff like that. So it's more of a trade bar system, which feels a little bit more like a live community. So that's kind of that's kind of fun. Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I like some of the MMOs, <laughs> the auction exactly. house system. It just boggles my mind, especially once people start gaming it as if it's like the real stock exchange and they start fucking with people. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the best. No, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And I've only played Path of Exile for like maybe all of 10 minutes on a PC. And so I'm super excited to get it on, on the PS4. But until that happens, yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Yep. So, yeah, I've been playing that for a little bit now. And then I participated in a play test, but I can't really say more on that. I got, my life got threatened if I leak information. <laughs> Your life didn't get threatened. You got, you got threatened to get punched in the face by a chubby Asian guy. Come on. <laughs> His exact words, as a friend, I will kill you if you leak it. <laughs> Which we can't wait until you can actually talk about that. So yes. we, will, we will get with him to find out when we can actually talk about anything. Especially if... Everything that we're going to say is good. I don't know. So yeah. we'll see. <laughs> I think they're kind of weird because it was a play test. They're like, you don't want to expose our bugs. Have that be their first impressions. Sure. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a play test. It's going to be buggy. Yeah, they're a yes, small studio, all so it's, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Shit. There's games that release tests are buggy. <laughs> so Ubisoft. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. Did you it, fall it, through the ground? No. Okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Dur- during the playtest, people were kind of joke around like, bugs are just features. <laughs> Games these days launch with tons of features. <laughs> features you haven't categorized yet. Yes. <laughs> it's very like common Problems phrase. are just opportunities yes. waiting to be solved. Absolutely. <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> it's 
a dynamic feature system. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, Chris? Uh, that's about it as far as what I've been playing. Um, I did go to Superhero Saturday this past weekend. Nice. Which what's Superhero Saturday? Uh, it's kind of a smaller outdoor con at Child Help. Um, and it's put on by Here in AC- Phoenix. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Child Help. So it kind of supports a bunch of local charities. Kind of put on by. Um, AZ Cops and the Phoenix Police Sergeant and Lieutenant Association. Um, so what is this whole thing like for? What are you doing? Uh, so basically they have like a silent auction, a bunch of stuff. Uh, they had a Cardinals player, Christian Kirk, come out, do autographs, meet with people, um, some local uh, cosplay groups, like probably the best Tony Stark cosplayer I've ever seen. Some really <laughs> good Captain America ones. And they had a little car show, so obviously had... They bit MX-5 out there on display, along with a bunch of Jurassic Park-themed cars. And just kind of hang out. There's some vendors, just a small little outdoor con. They had Boy Scouts um, selling food, burgers, and hot dogs for donations. Everything benefiting local charities, supporting child health. Tony Stark cosplay. So is he Iron Man from, like, the neck down, but up above, like... Looks like Tony Stark, but walks around really drunk with scotch. Because <laughs> that would sound like a really good Tony Tony Stark cosplay, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wasn't walking around drunk with scotch. Uh, he should be. Uh, there was also a really good Deadpool there, too. Uh, Deadpool Cameo is his name. Oh, the, the Deadpool Cameo on Instagram or whatever? Yeah. The one that you, you shared the picture of him staring into the really mirrored windows on that that like police vehicle yeah it was like a SWAT tank <laughs> kind of thing just like that was such a good picture because part of the goal basically is bring superheroes and real heroes together to like bring them in front of kids right oh okay. yeah that's kind of cool yeah it's, it's and like child help is kind of like a child's children's hospital kind of deal so it's all kind of benefiting that kind of stuff so it's really cool if I okay. didn't already have stuff going on that Saturday, I would have taken Ronin. And the fact that it was downtown. I hate going yeah. downtown. <laughs> Look at you Especially being on the like... weekend. Weekdays, it's fine. Weekdays, it's super easy to get in downtown. You can eat anywhere. It doesn't matter. There's no one there. But for some reason, well, everyone's like, oh, it's weekend. I'm going to go downtown. Now, this was just slightly north of downtown, so it wasn't too bad. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, I guess I will go up next. Um, so I took Ronan to see Dragon Ball Super Broly, <laughs> which was really good. I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. They um, brought him back I, in pretty well. Do what? They brought him back into the fold pretty well. Well, it's not so much that they brought him back into the fold. He is now officially canon. Right. Yeah. So Broly is canon so much so that the the next season of Dragon Ball Super, which they've already announced is going to reference it back. The manga, which has already started doing uh, post-Broly stuff, has, like, they actually did, like, a page where they referenced the fight between uh, Goku, Vegeta, and Broly. And Frieza, if you want to call that fighting. (laughs) 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 But uh, it was was done well. Um, It was a little slow for the first, like, 30, 40 minutes because... They basically retconned the entire Bardock story. So if you guys haven't seen the the Bardock story, which 
the best way to watch it is to watch the uh, the Dragon Ball abridged version of it, where they just have an alien come up. I can see the future. <laughs> now you can see the future. <laughs> and, and he gives Bardock psychic powers, and Bardock sees the the demise of Planet Vegeta. Like they got rid of all of that. So um, it's still at the the point where Bardock's there and. He's the first one that dies by the giant blast that, that Frieza kills the planet with, all that stuff. But um, they're, all the kids are, like, roughly around the same age. And it really takes the age of Goku, Vegeta, and Broly and, and puts it into a real timeline that is more manageable from the system. Um, and they did a good job with his power. Uh, they actually explain, like, why Broly has, like, this super beast power to where he basically gets the Ozaru strength in his regular, like, Saiyan form. He doesn't have to transform in order to get it. He still goes fucking batshit crazy and loses his mind, but he doesn't get big anymore, hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, and I was reading an article where they were talking about how Goku, like, comes across as the most selfish asshole even in this, and I'm like, I don't see that. Because there there's a whole point in the movie where he's trying to bring Broly to his senses. And he's like, I understand that you're, he's like, you've just lost your way. Like you, you, you're a good guy. I know you don't want to fight. You need to calm down. And then Broly just starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> but so <laughs> I thought it was right. good. Ronan really liked it. Um, I really wish that they gave out uh, Dragon Ball cards. Like they did. They gave out these like tiny little postcard thingies that had uh, Gogeta, which is the other thing is Gogeta is now finally canon. So if you didn't know that, Vegito has always been canon. That's the fusion with Potara. However, Gogeta, which is the, the fusion with the fusion dance, has never been actually officially canon. Holy shit, that was just from the movies? It was just from the movies. Oh, man, that's... I it always was say just Gogeta. from Fusion Reborn. And I the just only say reason, Gogeta. That's all I yeah, say. Yeah, the only reason that they knew it was because uh, uh, Piccolo had taught it to Trunks and Goten, which made Gotenks, which is canon because that was all in the Majin Buu saga, mm -hmm. but Goku and Vegeta had never actually used it. So they used wow. it. Uh, Gogeta starts out base, then goes Super Saiyan, then goes blue and just completely destroys Broly. Like, wow, just beats the shit crazy. out. Wow, that's crazy. All right, mm -hmm. cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good little tidbits to know if you didn't know some of the things from the Dragon Ball universe. Everything is now, like, almost everything is canon, which is cool. I like it. They right. they brought it back, and they brought back Broly in a much better way. All right, so uh, next Broly's time on still the... still alive on, at the end of the movie. Next time on the Dragon Ball Z podcast. Um, <laughs> or Dragon Ball Super, no, next sorry. No, next we're moving it back on to the Spider-Man podcast that we were talking oh about. Oh, my so finally Lord. got a chance to take Ronan to see Spider-Man into the, into the Spider-Verse, um, which, if you haven't been paying attention into these, I see a lot of movies. <laughs> I like going to movies as almost so as much as I like playing video games. <laughs> so uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, great movie. Um, the Oscar nomination that it's got, I think that it should definitely win. It was an amazing story. They did a really good job. I will say if you go try and give it an award from a straight-up animation standpoint, the way that they did background uh, like blur... So you know how, like, normally when a camera is shooting something in the foreground, everything in the background is blurrier, right? Yeah. In this case, 
everything in the background felt like I should have been watching with 3D glasses on, and I wasn't, and it's really fucking with my eyes. And they did that a lot throughout the throughout the movie. And I know that it was just the way that they were trying to to get that distance going and that that distance blur, but it was really fucking annoying. <laughs> But it I was think a good they, movie. They patented the animation style for this movie. Oh god, I hope not, because that was so bad. No, I did I'm not pretty like sure that. they patented me and, and they Everything they else was great because I feared that it was gonna turn into uh all the animes that I hate right now where it's all 3D with cell shading and it oh, doesn't look yeah. that great. And it looked good. Like when when everything was in the foreground, it did look good. But there were times where like they had a lot of stuff going on in the background and it just felt like I should have been wearing 3D glasses and I wasn't. Wow, crazy. So, um, beyond that, though, I had an entire weekend with the kid. Did you play so any I, games in them, Matt? So, <laughs> I couldn't play Red Dead Redemption 2, obviously, as we've talked about. So, I decided to grab one of the games that I bought for $5 on Cyber Monday. Yes. Final Fantasy XII. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I started playing Final Fantasy XII on this my is PS4. This the Zodiac one, right? Yeah, the Zodiac Age one, uh, yep. which is cool because there's, there's some information, like some things actually that pop up right at the beginning as far as like how the Zodiac system works and everything like that um, that weren't in it initially, which is good. Um, the speed. They also added in the ability to do double and quadruple time. Yes. When you're running around, the best which makes <laughs> it's really bad for like when you're running in tight quarters, like in a in a really tight quarter dungeon and the camera, like the camera already wasn't great to begin with. And then now you try and do it at four times speed and it's not really working that well as far as getting around tight corners. But once you get out into the fields, you get that gambit system going, you throw it on four time and you can farm the fuck out of license points oh yeah like really <laughs> fast oh yeah and i never used the double license point uh uh accessory that you could use and i threw it on vaughn and i started running around and then all of a sudden i paused the game and i go into the menu and i've got 328 license points <laughs> just racked up because i i remembered how to set the gambits from the first time i played the game set my gambits so that it's just like all right uh, leader attacks the closest enemy. Everybody else attacks the leader. However, you've got healing, so I put healing, you know, below 50% use this, below 50% use this, that type of thing. Set all that up so I can just run around in the field and just have it go on autoplay, which blew Ronan's fucking mind. He had no idea what the fuck he was watching as it was happening. He's like, wait, why aren't you doing anything? I'm, I, I I am. I set all this so it does it for me. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. Yay, macros. Yes. Hooray for macros. I'd be so pissed if this was a brand new game, but at its age, just like, you know what? Great. This is awesome. <laughs> and I, I played it, and it was awesome. Like, I didn't use the macros as much because you obviously, or I used the, the Gambit system, but I didn't use it in this way before because you couldn't, like, speed time up. But fuck, man, if I can just speed time up and, like, go back through and grind through those areas in a quarter of the time, hell yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. You can speed your way through the licensing system so quickly. It's awesome because no matter what, you even though you only get, like, four XP on a character, you still get one license point. Yep. <laughs> which with double license points gets you two license points. Well, they, they, they definitely <laughs> learned something from uh, the emulators that are out there right now already because that's the main thing that I love about playing an old game on an emulator is just being like, yep. mm, triple time and just blazing. 
Well, and that's one of the things that I always thought was weird that they never brought back because you could play Final Fantasy VII at double speed. Right. And they never brought it into another game. So it was strange, but, uh, you know, hey, I'm glad that it's back now. Um, Then we did get a review copy for a game uh, that, since I first saw it, I thought was the weirdest, but also simultaneously one of the most interesting games that I've ever seen. Um, Future Grind, which is basically like Tony Hawk on a light cycle, but you're grinding on rails and using the wheels, and it's it's really, really weird, and it gets really, really hard really, really quick. That sounds insane. <laughs> uh, you need to look and see, like, Future Grind. So Future Grind, F-U-T-U-R-E, Grind, G-R-I-N-D. Mm-hmm. Um, pull it up. It just came out on Tuesday, but you basically have two wheels on a bike and you have to do a bunch of different skateboard things, either like an under, which you can do actually do under grinds because the wheels will grab on and you use like little jet packs or little jet streams on your, uh, on your motorcycle to push every, to push your bike around and do double jumps and everything. And um, this is side scrolling, right? Yeah. It's side scrolling. So it's, it's all like old, it's all old school, like, f- but super fast paced. <laughs> um, <laughs> But so you, you start learning the basics and then they start instituting in like color changing. So one tire is blue, one ki- tire is magenta and the blue tire can only touch the blue rails and the magenta tire can only touch the magenta rails. Otherwise you explode. That's <laughs> like it might get difficult. By the way, if you try and do if you try and do a transition and you accidentally hit like just a single part of it onto the rail, your bike explodes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Your bike will explode a lot. So much so that the very beginning of the trailer, the first 30 seconds of the game trailer is bikes blowing up. Like people fucking up, hitting things, just decimating as it goes through. Are, are they packing these bikes with C4? I don't like, know. F- I, I, like- I don't know what the engine is on it, though. The engine could be nuclear for all we know. So, yes, it, it could just be causing like a massive explosion from it. But uh, it's super duper fucking fun and so much so that i sat there and i lost the same fucking level at least 30 times in a row and still like kept pushing and pushing and pushing to go through and what's really cool is that they preload everything so it's not like die you have to wait the game is loading you hit fucking uh left trigger or the l1 button Boom, immediately mm-hmm. starts over. Good. So you could be in the middle of getting ready to crash and go, fuck, hit the button, boom, starts right over at the beginning, and you're going, and it's not like a three, two, one. It's like, hit the button, okay, you're going again. <laughs> so you How many times did you like, right. hit the button like 18 <laughs> times in a row, just be like, I did that a couple of times to where like I hit the button, I'm like, ah, crap, I was already in, I already had the mindset of doing like a backflip for it, and then like I had to hit the button again to go back. But it was super fun. Um, multiple different bikes, uh, different ways of, of having the axes. So you start out with a, a bike that pivots at the center of the axis with the two different tires. Then mm-hmm. the next bike that you get actually has one big-ass wheel that's right at, the, right at the cockpit portion of it. And then a pivot, it pivots all around that with a much smaller wheel at the end. And so you like have one of those then, old-timey bikes? 
Uh, uh, but the revert. Well, yeah, I guess kind of like that, <laughs> <laughs> but not quite as bad as the old timey bikes. But yes, I see what you're going for. What, the, what, um, what, what is this on? So is this on you Switch? have to change the physics, then change of how you're playing it because the way that you pivot and the way that you maneuver the the wheel around changes. It gets slower because there's a much larger range of motion that it has to go through. Is this on Switch? What is this on? Yep, it's on Switch, uh, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, and PC. So it came out on all of them. I'm playing it on the Switch. Um, one of the things that I will say that makes me extremely happy is the soundtrack. And the soundtrack is almost as good as the Just Shapes and Beats soundtrack. It's all old school, like, 8 bitty techno style. Here, I'll just, I'll play a little bit for it. The, the person that did most of the music is, uh, uh, crap, I had his name right here. It's Big Nick. B I G N I C, <laughs> not like Big Nick. It's all together. Um, you can find him on Google Play. You can find him on. Uh, you can find him on Bandcamp. You can find him on iTunes. But like, this is one of the songs that's on it. They just have a bunch of that type of music. Dude, that's just dope. That's like some all serious playing while you're, while you're just dying repeatedly over and over and over and over again. No, that's great. <laughs> that, that, do you have the soundtrack by chance already? They might maybe share I don't bit. have it. You can find it on Bandcamp. It's <laughs> like right, six right, bucks right, cool, on Bandcamp. Cool. Or like I said, you can find it. They have, you can find Big Nick on uh, Google Play. Just search for him. Or you can search Future Grind altogether. So future grind, it's two words, but it, all in one word. Um, if you find that, you can get their EP, which has like the four of the songs that are on it. Nice. And, and to say you, that it's just as good. He's got his whole, or most of his discography on it. It's really good. And to say it's almost as good or better than uh, Shapes and Beats from you, that's crazy. That's super yeah. high praise. That, yeah, that soundtrack for Just Shapes and Beats was amazing. I didn't, like, as I was playing that game and I played it for a couple of hours, like, I didn't find a single song that I hated. More nice. So, That's dope. That's awesome then. It All was right, cool. really, really good. Um, so I definitely would recommend picking this up. Um, even if it, even if like Tony Hawk style games or whatnot aren't your cup of tea, it's not that expensive. Um, I want to say it's only like 20 bucks. Um, I forget. Hang on one sec. I'm going to pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> even still though, it's probably still like at least a little bit of fun that it'd be worth it. At least for that soundtrack. Yeah, that's dope. but even like 30 or $40 or something like that. I mean, that's, it's, it's well worth, uh, well worth getting. It's $19.99 on, on, uh, on Steam and I think it's $29.99. Not $19.99 on PlayStation, at least from what I can see. So yeah, I mean, it's like a $20 indie game, just like Just Shapes and Beats. Um, you know me, I'm not the super cheap ass gamer like somebody here on this podcast, <coughs> um, <laughs> but I like finding great value and I think that this is probably one of the better values that you can get for 2019 right now. No, so, look it up. I, I hadn't heard about anything about that. So it sounds kind of dope. Yeah, it's interesting. You should definitely just, just watch the trailer for it and you'll see, you'll see what I mean by like, it's just 
death, 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 death. Like you're going to die a bunch while you're trying to perfect everything for it. But you could do some sick ass tricks. <laughs> sick ass tricks or die skate or die mm. yeah that's pretty mm. much it yeah it's just like that so I would definitely recommend picking that up uh, I also started watching Konosuba at the recommendation oh my god shut Chris. the fuck up shut the, <laughs> shut the fuck up move on we've all seen like, Konosuba don't worry about it hilarious anime <laughs> have you watched it Jason oh yeah I've watched it oh, it's the man, best it so one great. I wish there would come so, so much so more great. There's Everything a about it's season. Great. There's a second season on Crunchyroll now. I know. I've already watched it. Oh Jesus! Because <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> the soundtracks are amazing. Oh yeah. Like the, whatever. The best part is when he dies a second time, <laughs> and then while he's there, the goddess in the other realm is yelling at him to get back there, and then. He's like, well, she said that I couldn't get reincarnated because I wasn't originally from that. That's a bullshit sellout move. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Tell her she's (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Great anime. Watch it. Shut up, Eric. Shut up. I don't want to talk about it because we'll just this will now be a three hour podcast. All right. Shut up. Moving on. I take over. I'm taking over. You only want (laughs) to go on because it's your turn to talk. That's true. That's very true because that's all I like to do at all. And unfortunately, I don't have much. Just the fact that I've but sunk. But you have a lot. You don't have much. I don't but you have much, have a lot. but I know. I don't have much. But I know, but I, know I, I love you. you. That's horrible. Um, <laughs> I do know. I do know that I I have played the fuck out of Dragon Quest Eleven, like <laughs> just nonstop. Like so, it was obviously on my top uh, uh, top five for 2018, as we mentioned in uh, previous two podcasts and stuff like that. And it is a fantastic game, one of the best JRPG games you can like throwback style games you can play that you can get right now. Like everything about it, just so great. I'm now at the point where it's just like this is the most epic JRPG storyline you could ever do. I have beaten this game at is least it the five most times. J- RPG that you could find. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely puts its running in there. But I've beaten this game at least five times. And each time Dear I beat God. this game. Damn. No, 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 no. Not like so each time I beat this game, it's just like, hey, you've beaten the game, but you haven't. There's more. Something else is oh, up. Oh yeah, that that, right. that oh, so it's like near It's kinda thing. like near a little bit, but you don't you don't go back. It's not like this mind trippy where you go back. It's just like, hey, good job. You've you've made it all the way. Like I remember I got to the but yeah, first time you rehash the entire story from somebody else's point of view. Right, no, it's no, not. No, this like is that. more like uh, this is what they did for Final or for Dragon Quest Eight. Right, exactly. Where you just keep going, it keep it just keeps building, keeps doing twists. After and which turns ending and did you get the gay pride parade? Uh, that was after the second ending. <laughs> <laughs> and I shouldn't say ending; it's just after which, the second perceived ending because there's like which so again, much. Which again, we don't mm-hmm. we don't have a problem with gay pride parades. It was just funny to see. It was just over <laughs> the top. Like there's all right. So just to like talk about it. There's a scene where you have your overly effeminate uh, um, uh, companion that's with you and stuff like that, and you have to regather all of your buddies because of whatever calamity just happened. And you run into your, your overly effeminate 
buddy, and he's already found a bunch of other partners that he likes to hang out with that then form the Happy Parade. And their whole thing is that they want to spread joy throughout the world, and they want to do it while dressed like uh, um, go-go dancers and uh, um, with feathers and what's it called when they like are on the, like the striptease line in Vegas or whatever and stuff like that, and have the most over-the-top homophobic like voice renditions. No, not ever. homophobic. Homosexual. Homosexual, whatever. But like, but, <laughs> what, what you would, well, homophobic no. Homophobic would be bad. <laughs> homophobic in the way that you, what you would perceive a gay person to sound like. Like, oh my God, honey, uh, you're just so sweet. Okay, and like, stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason, unfortunately, because there are <laughs> many gay people out there that unfortunately do talk like that. So you were give then, them bad names. You were then <laughs> in the quest line for at least an hour taking your buddy back to his dad to uh, look out for uh, his approval as a person and the entire time you have this Wait. giant Mardi Gras gay pride behind you. Wait, you didn't tell us that that he was looking for approval for coming out of the closet. Uh, he not not only that, but he refuses to refer to his dad by anything else besides Poppy. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Th- this sounds more and more like this was somebody's life put into the video for game. sure and you know what that's what that's what <laughs> makes fine. it still good what, that's what still makes it good because you have multiple characters you have to do all of their own little personal quests for obviously to get them back in your team and you have to go through this like little like struggle that they have to overcome and i think it's very like accepting for them to have this like whole little strategy about it and, and being able to go there and i consider myself woke as fuck so it's like whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm tolerant let's just go through this and have some fun but it was still just like long. It was long. <laughs> like it's, so it, this is like a no shonen problem. anime it just keeps going it just kept going yeah, for, yeah. That, for that thing again there is absolutely no problem with having any of this in it? No. It was just—it's just kind of funny to see, though. It was especially <laughs> how over the top it was. It was over the top. Mm-hmm. So here's it why was it was the over the gayest top. gay pride parade that I had seen in a very long time. Super. Like so, yeah. Not only is there, like Mardi Gras style action going on, the first thing that your companion does is he dresses you up in a feathered costume of whatever, and and you. The destroyer of darkness, the savior of the planet, the savior of everything, the luminary sent back to save the world, then puts on this costume, doesn't grumble, doesn't complain, doesn't do anything except do the best skip run he can possibly do while waving to spread cheer. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. I forgot about the skipping because you sent skip, us a video clip run. of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and of course, this is all done by Akira Toriyami from Dragon Ball. So your character looks <laughs> Who like Who really Trunks. loves death metal. <laughs> and, and he looks just like Trunks from Dragon Ball. And it's just like, okay, what can you think if you were to put Trunks into like the biggest frooly poof poof like poofy outfit ever and have him be like running around and be like hi everybody <laughs> like it, it was so it was laughable so it's kind of like uh, vegeta when he first meets broly or not i guess not, not the first time he meets broly but when broly comes to earth at the party when he's trying to calm not down broly um, not broly or not broly Beerus. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah kind of like that <laughs> my bulma but uh, uh <laughs> 
<laughs> but besides that, I mean, it's just I'm talking about it only because it's funny to talk about, just because it was just like so in your face, like crazy. But it, even still, like it just documents on how well they built the storyline behind it, the the story progression, the characters, everything. Like they had people from here that were just like the jockiest jocks to the most like sensitive people on the planet and you had to bring them all together to save the world and it is just such a great example of great storytelling and like i said this is only after the like second story climax that there was there's so many climaxes story so many changes so many things that happen that are just phenomenal this game just has it all if you want the ultimate jrpg experience and storyline I'm sitting at about 100 hours so far. It's not uncommon for you to hit 120, 130 hours in this game. And I am not even close to being 100% with this game. It is nuts. So what you're saying is must buy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... I picked this up at Black Friday for thirty bucks. It was easily a sixty dollar title. I wish I picked it up uh, off, like right away, just because it's. You been... just didn't have time when it. came I didn't. Out I didn't have time. There were so <laughs> many games that came out at that time. Yes, when it came out, a lot, and we had reviews and all sorts of stuff that yeah. had to come out for it. But... So it was it was well earned for our E three award. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we gushed about it at E three. Yeah. And we knew that we were going to gush about it. Like we specifically went out of our way just so that we could make sure that we got hands on time with it. So that we could gush about it, because we knew we knew like well we could gush about it without playing it, but we really should play it. it yeah, it's, it's just so good. Like I, I'm thinking now about like all the boring times I've had in this game. There's boring times. There's JRPG. There's grinding. There's casinos. Yes. There's all that bullshit that's there. Casinos it's just like are fun. Fuck off. First of all, <laughs> first of all, they are fun. Second of all, <laughs> they're not so fun that you want to spend hours on it. Third of all, you're going to spend fucking hours on it because you just end up doing that. I was because sitting there. Because you want to buy the golden octopus. Yeah, you want to buy the <laughs> best thing. The, the most skin, skimpy dress you can get for your female companions is a million credits at the casino. You're going to sit there all fucking night pounding that casino button to be like, yes, give me money, whatever you can do. And I was sitting there last night, literally, literally, hand to God, last night at 1 a.m. watching the reels of the like <laughs> little slot machine go over and over again with all the slime slot machine bullshit. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And then I hit, and then I hit a plus uh, times 150 uh, bonus multiplier. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> and then I just sat here for longer. It's just like a real casino. Just like a real casino, except just less like, sad. Actually, <laughs> yes, that's actually really what it is. That's why Gashapon games are so big, because you're like, oh, no, no, no. Next pull, I'll totally get that banner card. Yep. Next pull. Yep, next one, next, next one. So next everything pull, about it is awesome. <laughs> I've, I've sunk way more time into this game than what I planned on. I went out and bought... Uh, uh, um, uh, Odyssey, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, based on Sean's like recommendation from his top five. I was just like, eh, I'll give it a shot. The PS4 yet? Mm-hmm. It was on. It was on uh, sale for twenty five bucks. I was like, perfect. I'll pick it up. Hasn't even been input, put in. I figured. <laughs> I figured because I took three days off this week for uh, uh, working on the house and stuff like that. I was just like, I'll get some gaming in. That'll be fine. And I'll be like, I've put in at least another thirty hours of gaming this week alone. And I thought that I was done. 40 if not 50 hours ago <laughs> like you get you get to the 40 hour like game time play and you're like oh i'm about to like wrap it up psych bitch you now have to go through this entire thing again you get to the 80 hour mark and you're like i'm definitely gonna wrap this up that was totally the final boss psych fucker 
You gotta go through it again. Like, I'm not kidding. It goes, and it flows so well. It's great. I just love it. I, I can't stop talking about it. But I'm gonna stop oh, talking about man. it now. <laughs> okay. So, now that we've gone through JRPG Apalooza, <laughs> we call it, uh, I guess it's time for You Are Wrong Because Reasons. All right, we are finally ending it, everybody. We are <laughs> we are ending our four-part series of video games and movies. Jeez. So, I did the first section, which was best video games based on a movie. Chris did the second section, best movie based on a video game. Jason did the third section, worst video games based on a movie. <laughs> And now I'm doing worst movies based on a video game, which <laughs> is hands down both the easiest and hardest list to come up with. I know. Th- because you have, yeah. there's so much shit. <laughs> it's just like, how do you pick five grains of sand out of this desert? <laughs> how do you pick the five worst grains of sand out of the shit sand desert <laughs> that there is. And then rank them. And, and, and then rank them. Like, I have to put them under a microscope and go, yep. No, this one's yep. a little shittier than that one. Yep. Oh, this God. one's definitely shitty. All right. Um, I do have two honorable mentions. Wow. Okay. So we can just start. I'm, I'm super ready. Um, primarily because uh, one honorable mention is anything by Uwe Boll. <laughs> in the name of the king there's so many bad ones and at one point I swear to god he just started doing them just to fuck with people yeah, because people kept giving him yeah. like millions of dollars to make them Wouldn't he's you? like fuck yeah why not make a horrible movie that I'm like I can't tell where he where the trying and the trying to make a bad movie like stopped like there where, is, where was no the line. dividing no, line no there was no line I'm like, so I don't know so I'm just throwing that out there. Anything by Uwe Ball. Except for The Name of the King. Great movie. No, fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second honorable mention, which almost, this is literally like number six on my list, but again, it's only a top five. Super Mario Brothers, because fuck you guys. That Stupid. movie sucks. Fuck off, Eric. The rest of your list now is like, moot. Like, who gives a shit anymore? You just chose the best video game movie ever made, and it was just like, mm, I don't mention the, on the worst. Shut up. You're dumb. You're dumb. There's not a single person listening to this podcast that would not, number one, agree with you, but not, number two, kick your ass for saying it. Because, <laughs> yes, it was a horrible movie, but fuck you, Eric. It was so good. Well, it's all right, because there are worse movies. And we'll get to them, which is number five... Number five, Prince of Persia. Eh. Eh. It was a lame movie, one. Let's get a white guy to play the Prince of Persia (laughs) and make him, like, make him get a tan job and give him a really bad disheveled beard to make him look like he belongs in the Middle East. It wasn't even that it was, like, just a white guy. It was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it was the whitest guy. (laughs) Yeah, just, like, (laughs) Donnie Darko is the Prince of Persia. Yeah. Who the fuck did that? He's trying to get jacked. Yeah. And the problem is he was, like, awkwardly weird when he, like, weird looking when he was jacked, too. Like, he, and he wasn't even super jacked. 
You just got too much muscle mass. You're like, no, that's that's not what what Jake Gyllenhaal should look like. Agreed. No. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> the storyline was fun. Like they didn't, they didn't just fuck it. Like the storyline was at least. But it fun. was a bad movie. But it was a bad movie. Like, yeah, it was. It was a badly done movie. Cinematography was bad. Special effects. There's were bad. worse out there, and I'm sure you won't hit all of that. But there I have are because up. that's number five. Yeah, but I'm, even still, I'm pretty sure you won't hit all that I have on my list. But anyway, number five is fine. Oh man, again, there are so many. There's so many. <laughs> so, I know. I know. So many. This is fun. Right. Like in the end of the king two and three. <laughs> <laughs> if only they made them, that would be amazing. No, I, they, it, they there did. was a second. In, there was at least a second in the name of the there king. There is a not third too. Boy, I was just looking at my boy Jason Statham. No, not with no, Jason no, no, Statham. They, yeah, no, yeah, they couldn't pay him enough money. That's why to I didn't make see another him. one of those. The, the second one is with Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're wondering how bad the movie is, Jason Statham. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Jason the third Statham one is no. with Dominic Purcell. Oh, Jesus wow. Christ. Wow. All right. Number four. Are we ready for... <laughs> all right. Number four, Street Fighter. Yeah, sure. The, the shitty 1990s one with Raul Julia, <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Fuck, who else was in that movie? So many people were in that movie, and it was a steaming pile of shit. And I was reading an article where they were talking about how it was all done tongue-in-cheek. It was not done tongue-in-cheek. I remember reading articles and watching, like, watching TV shows where they were talking about the production of that movie, and they were taking it seriously. It there's, just came out really badly. There's a lot <laughs> behind this movie that should have made it really work well, but it was just <laughs> so apparent that nobody actually working on this movie, including the actors, ever even knew what Street Fighter was. Again... As we talked about before on a previous one, Raul Julia, Gomez Adams, from the Adams family, the thinnest motherfucker that you can find, played M. Bison. But he just fits so well for some reason, says the casting producer. <laughs> he wore a padded suit. Oh, yeah. Like a severely padded suit. <laughs> <laughs> but JCBD, we're good. It's gold. Yep. Oh god, it's so all you bad. need. Number all right. number three. God. <laughs> number three, Double Dragon. Ah, now we're getting to like obscurity stuff. No, this was sorry. not an obscurity. No this one, was no one, one of the next big ones that came out after your stupid, shitty fucking Super Mario Brothers. It had fucking Scott Wolf in it. Alyssa Milano, oh this was not, for the 90s, this was not a <laughs> shitty, like, fringe movie. This is a movie that everybody chose to forget came out. You're totally right. I didn't, I totally <laughs> yeah. I, This is not a fringe movie at all. <laughs> I totally forgot Alyssa Milano was in this shit. Are you kidding yeah. me? I, you could have, like, said, like, <laughs> I will tell you three movies that she is in. And you could have said, like, Princess Bride. Uh, Mario Brothers and Double Dragon. I'd be like, that bitch was in Princess Bride. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. I totally forgot about that. Man, so so fucking bad. And like, I remember watching this when I was younger and thinking that it was okay just because it was a video game movie. Right. And it was still like the fact that I as like a 12 year old had to tell myself it's okay because it's a video game movie is a sign that it's a shitty ass movie. Indeed. Yes. All right. Are we ready to move on? 
nature. <laughs> All right. Number two, DOA, Dead or Alive. Aw, stupid. <laughs> did you actually watch it? I did, unfortunately. Oh, my God. All right, <laughs> I got drunk one night, and I saw that it was on, like, some streaming service and watched, like, the first half of it and then turned it off. Yeah. That's which is way further than, I, than mm-hmm. I made it into the number one movie. <laughs> but Jamie Presley as a DOA character. And not just that, just the acting in general around all of it had Eric Roberts in it for Pete's sake. (laughs) It was just a horrible movie. (laughs) The worst acting possible, the worst scripting, the worst special effects. Like, like I was looking at at some lists and they had like Mortal Kombat Annihilation way ahead of this one. I would agree because, you know, I came off of Mortal Kombat, even Mortal Kombat Annihilation with like uh, how shitty that was. But watching DOA was just like, I was prepared. I was prepared. Like, I was ready. Because the games for it to be are bad. shit. Yeah, I was ready for it to be bad. No, the games are okay. Especially when you get some volleyball involved. But anyway, uh, the, 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 I was ready <laughs> for it to be bad. beach volleyball. I was ready for it to be bad. And the fact that even then, I just couldn't waste my time anymore. I was just like, yes. This is just bad. Yeah. It's I'll, so bad. Super, super bad. All right. Da, are you da, ready da, for da. number one? We all we all know what number one is. Oh, I know what I your number one is about for sure. One. Yeah, it's fucking Assassin's Creed, <laughs> the steaming pile of fucking dog shit that I literally could not make it more than fifteen minutes into it. Oh no, it's horrible. I love before I love your passion. A getting angry at it and B falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I I oh, no, I at have, like nine o'clock. <laughs> I have not seen it, and I will never see it, just because of this conversation. Yes, just like, never I've, I've heard see so it. much you about it. It's just like, eh, I don't need to. Jason, I hate you with a fiery passion, and I would not wish you watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Michael Fassbender's actor. I think he's a good actor. He's he's an but, adequate actor. He was really good in uh, in in uh, what's that X Men First Class, and he's been yeah. really good in a lot of movies. He's fucking horrible in this movie. <laughs> It's just like, he can't save it. No, nobody There's can no save this There's no saving this. Nobody can save this movie. Amazing. At all. I love it. It's it, And it's so bad. And I don't even know how it ended. I don't know how halfway through it went. <laughs> it was just fucking horrible. Nope. Wretchedly I, bad. I, the, I can't tell oh, you either. God. It's so, <laughs> so bad. All I ha- right. I have worse... How do you have worse? Because I... Unless I just didn't see it. That's very possible because the (laughs) way that I went through this list for myself, it was just like, all right, of the ones that you saw, which ones could you not get through? Because I could get through a lot. Like I said, Mortal Kombat, I liked. (laughs) So I could get through... The original Mortal Kombat was actually okay, even though the special effects for Gordo were shit. Sure. But other than that, it was was actually an okay movie. Yeah, it was an okay movie. I love mm-hmm. uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers, so there's that too. Oh, God. However, these ones, I just could not stomach. They were like my version of your uh, um, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Like, I, I, I'll full on admit right now, I haven't seen the end to any of these movies. And okay. in no particular order, they are Hitman. No fucking clue how that movie Wait, wait, ended. wait, which one? 
2007, I believe, is when it came out. Well, because there, there were two Hitman movies. There's two. One was actually okay. The one with that fucker that's so really justified bad. that looks like an asshole in every Timothy single movie. Yeah, 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 that one sure. actually wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to do. I don't care. It was garbage. With the porn director, the porn director from The Girl Next Door. Oh, right. <laughs> he, he will always be, like, even though he was in Justified, and I watched Justified, like, a lot, he will always that's be a the good porn show. director. <laughs> Hate justified just because he has such a punchable face. I want him like I just want to punch him so bad. That's why he did so well as the porn director because you just looked at me like God. I want to punch that guy in the face. Yeah, punch him. <laughs> well, he didn't do great as Agent Forty Seven because it was just garbage. Um, Max Payne. I don't think I made it fifteen minutes. I that yeah, Max Payne's terrible. I thought about that one, but I I did not give it any due chance. I think I only watched it like on on the TVs in the store when we had it like running on loops. I think that's the only time that it came out. It it had a pretty decent trailer. Oh, and that's yeah. it. Well, they had a cinematic source material to go off of. They could have just like Max Payne wasn't a long game. Like the original one, they could have just literally made that initial storyline and just cut out <laughs> a lot of the fight scenes and you'd be like, "You know what? Oscar material." <laughs> you mean like you could make uh, uh, Uncharted, like the first yes. Uncharted? You could literally make mm-hmm. that into a movie yes. with no problem whatsoever. No problem. They could do it's it. the eight hour or whatever, like just from just from cinematics, not even gameplay of Uncharted 3 that you couldn't do. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Okay. Max Payne. Yes, um, that one to, did to not lead up to your, I only watched it like as trailers on like in like the blockbuster that as I was like shopping for better. Oh movies no, this was while I was working. Remember when I worked at Ultimate Electronics oh, in Hollywood? That's, right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, we'll put this one in like the. I looked at it while I was like watching other movies at Blockbuster that I was just like, mm, I'm not gonna rent that one. Blood Rain. Uh, that's an Uwe Boll movie. There that, you go. That falls into right, my honorable right. mentions. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> and then yeah, that that was again one of those. I can't tell where he where he was actually trying and where he was actually trying to just fuck everything up. Yeah, it, that was just. I, I'll agree with that one. Um, this is my my secret shame because I love it, but at the same time it is just so fucking bad, and it is Freddie Prince Jr.'s crowning achievement of Wing Commander. Oh my god, I forgot that movie. <laughs> Holy shit. It's so wow. good because it takes like it takes video game nerddom and jock uh, a rom-com fantasy of Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> and brings them together in just something that just should not belong. You know what's best? Ranker forgot about that movie too. Oh yeah? Because they mm-hmm. literally, they said that they were ranking every, like, when I pulled their list up, it said everyone ranked from bad to horrible. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Wing Commander was just so loosely based. Like, yeah, it was just it was title only. Based, but, yeah, but, but still. It, they still had the, the, the hairy co-pilot, right? Oh, God. Don't remember. <laughs> I, t- I think so, if I remember right from the trailers. But, yeah. Holy shit, I totally forgot that that one was was a movie. Just like you forgot that Double Dragon was actually supposed to be an A-list movie. You're right. Yeah, I totally <laughs> did. I was just like, no, that didn't happen. Um, I also finally have, uh, um, for a first, a hate prediction. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and that is the Sonic movie coming out in 2019. Oh, God. That's, <laughs> that, right now, everybody hates it anyways. They've already seen that fucking trailer with his weird, hairy legs. So and Oh, it's so bad. creepy. Like, what are they thinking? 
what are they thinking? They're thinking, how do we alienate an entire fan base? Right? It's just like, you know what's been doing well? All of our hyper-realistic games that we put Sonic in. They do so well. We should make a movie about this. Oh, <laughs> Wait, what hyper-realistic game have they put him into? Well, I mean, like, anything that's not like the normal 2D Sonic games. If it's not a normal 2D Sonic games, they just suck balls. But even that, the 3D Sonic games still at least try and make him look like Sonic, okay. not some weird, hairy sprinter. You didn't play Sonic <laughs> Unleashed, because that one's oh, weird yeah, as Oh, yeah, that one was pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> Oh, man. Chris, what you got? Chris, yeah, you got anything that we haven't already shit on? I think you already kind of shit on one. Like, (laughs) my main one's going to be, like, Max Payne. Yep. It's like, I mean, you hit on Assassin's Creed, which I knew was going to be number one. Yeah, you knew that was going to be number one. Like, anybody that's listened to this podcast should know. Like, even... Even if you listen listen to it after that first weekend where I said, oh, my God, I tried to watch this and I fucking hated myself for it. <laughs> like, I've talked about it enough times throughout this podcast that everyone should have known. Like, they should have seen that coming. <laughs> Predictable as fuck, Eric. No, yeah, you could have. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Chris? Anything that you could think of? That wasn't an uh, Uwe Boll movie, like Postal or God, what other, what other? <laughs> yeah, I was just going through Uwe yeah. Boll movies too. I'm just like, <sighs> yep, this one, this one, this one. I thought about it, Shit's and one. then so there's the line, and then there's also the well. If I do that, then every movie is going to be an Uwe Boll movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I, at that point, then I might as well call the list. Uh, Worst, like no, it'd be, every it'd Uwe Boll movie Uwe ranked Bull from movies. worst to yeah. worst. <laughs> best Uwe Boll movies. Uwe Bull movies. There's no such thing. <laughs> They're <Done>. all shit. <laughs> My this list one's a little less done. shittier. <laughs> okay, well, I guess on that note, I guess that brings our podcast to an end. Uh, please make sure that you uh, uh, subscribe, rank, uh, like you know, give us five. Four, three, two, one, whatever stars you want to on iTunes. Uh, review us if you can. Uh, follow us Facebook, I Beat It First, come. Twitter, I Beat It First. Uh, Instagram, I Beat It First. Chris's Grinder account, I Beat It First. Uh, you know, you can find us everywhere for it. Uh, visit us at I Beat It First, com or iBiff.co. Wow, didn't Jason try. didn't even didn't try. Even try. On that didn't one. even try. What the fuck? I saw man. it coming up because I was, I was about to yell about you saying I beat it first com instead of I beat it first dot com because you said it, Facebook. Facebook dot com slash I beat it first com. I did it right, asshole. No, no, <laughs> I was angry. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to renew that uh, domain. Also, email us uh, anything at IBeta First. If you want to email us, you are wrong because reasons at com. let us know. Um, we really would like some suggestions as far as what to do next because now I'm really going to have to pull at something in order to, to fuck with Chris a little bit on this uh, next year wrong because reasons because we finished a four-part series. Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely uh, give us whatever you can. Send us an email if you've got any recommendations or you want to just tell us how we're fucking stupid. Find us on any of our social media platforms or email us. Yeah, and don't uh, forget... And as Top two people that, or first two people that email in, I'll buy you a, a Mango uh, air freshener for your <laughs> Mango mobile. Yeah, uh, we need to get some packaging to make it say M A N capital G O. We'll do that for you, everybody. Or M A N G O O. Mango. No, it's Mango. <laughs> no. 
No one wants mango. <laughs> I'll, I'll ship it. Oh, for sweetie, free. your package arrived. What is it? Mango. <laughs> Some free mango oh. and smut coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dear. Smut coffee. Smutcoffee.com. Right. Jesus. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody, and have a great two weeks. Yay, bye. Yay, bye. bye. Smart coffee. Hold a cup of smoke. You keep drinking that. Smart coffee. Smart coffee. Smart coffee. You don't want to because we'll just pour it down your throat. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Smart coffee. (laughs) Keep it behind a curtain. (laughs) Open up to some smart.